Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. And with today's guest, even more spiritual. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today we welcome our very special guest, Jennifer Eurezio. Jennifer is a master intuitive author, teacher, and speaker. She founded her own business, Blooming Grove, Soul Languages Parent Company, in 2004 in response to her intuitive senses and ability to help others feel better about themselves, both holistically and naturally, working closely with them to generate a feeling of strength and well-being. She specializes in helping people connect to themselves, to each other, and to the divine. She founded a new paradigm, Soul Language, which provides guidance for understanding our true nature and tools for accessing deeper levels of awareness. And Jennifer and I have actually played together for more than a decade. I've had my Soul Languages done by her. She's been on various presentations to my community. I've been on various presentations to her community. You know, she did the soul languages for my business and for a partnership that I had and for another partnership that I had because I find it invaluable to have as much information as I possibly can, both practical information as well as spiritual information when I'm making decisions. And Jennifer is, and we'll talk more about this when we get into the soul languages, but she's a teacher of integrity. And what that means is that she is somebody that for me at least, is a really count onable, dependable source of guidance and wisdom and clarity and integrity. And so I am so blessed and honored that you are with me today on the show, Jennifer. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm a little speechless after that in- that introduction, but thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I didn't realize it's been 10 years. That's kind of incredible in a really groovy way. You know, I do remember I was at some event. I don't remember what event, but I was really sick at that event. And I remember you coming up to me and looking at me and go, okay, do you want to solve this? I'd be like, yeah, because yeah, I'm miserable. And we talked for a couple of minutes and I was like, wow, I feel so much better. So the admiration is mutual and the respect is mutual. So thank you so much. And I'm so excited about how amazing and successful your podcast is. I mean, go girl. Thank you. Well, I want you to celebrate with me because today we just added another country. We're at 18 countries. 18 is my lucky number. Love that. And we're an Apple Top 75 ranked podcast. Literally within four days of launching, we hit number 75. And there's 750,000 podcasts out there. So what I know to be true is that whole deal is divinely guided and divinely into divine intervention because people are saying, what did you do? And I'm like, I prayed, <laughs> you know, I, I said, yes, I showed up, I answered the calling and you pray and you show up and you answer the calling. So I would love to have you share with our listeners 
about your own experience of being called into creating something that is literally a new paradigm. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy in a good way. I was asking really big questions and I was really mad. I was really angry. I was like, okay, you know, in my warrior voice, all right, God, you know, I know why I'm here. I'm a powerful healer and teacher in the spotlight. Great. What the heck does that mean? And where are my people? Cause I'm pissed. And I was speaking at a conference about essential oils and life purpose. And I got off the platform and people were lined up to talk to me. And I was like, what? what's, what's going on? And then I talked to them and they wanted to know this and they wanted to know that. And, and I was like, okay. And then I sat down to next to this person and this woman was like, we're going to be friends. And I went totally. And then my inside voice was like, why her? And now this other woman that looks really nice, but I don't really care if I ever see her again. What is that? And what I heard was soul language. And I was like, okay. And I just kept asking questions. And before long, I had this paradigm of your three or core essential energies across three different categories. And then, and I'm going to try to say this without choking up. Then I, you know, I was doing a identification for someone who knew nothing about soul language, knew nothing about the 107 core energies of soul. And I said, okay, so one of your soul languages is partner. How does that resonate? And she said, before we met, I asked myself, if Jennifer asked me my soul languages, what would I write down or what would I say? And she goes, and I wrote down the word partner. And I burst out hysterically crying. And she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, you just told me I'm not crazy. And I think so often when we're birthing something so big, there's that feeling of, oh, my God, why me? Oh, my God, I must be crazy. Or any of the multiple combinations. And for me, it wasn't like, oh, my God, my, why me? It was like, oh, my God, am I making this stuff up? I think I'm crazy. And... Once I decided or accepted I wasn't, it became like going downhill without any brakes on your 10 speed. And it was kind of like I couldn't not do it, right? It became bigger than me. And what I realized was as books would fall off my shelf or a song that I loved, I finally got was a soul language. I realized that I was collecting this information all of my life. Mm. didn't happen overnight there's no such thing as an overnight sensation I think that led a lot of gave me a lot of security and a lot of hope and a lot of comfort knowing that oh wait this was all in the works I just had a line up at the right moment and when I help people birth paradigms because that's one of the things I do they suddenly realize wait this isn't crazy this is information that's been coming through and what I'm really good at is helping them structure, understand, and allow them to birth that paradigm without going insane. Yeah. And I think that's really key about creating something new is you have to be committed to that knowing. You know, if someone was to say, oh, you know, Jen, you're really good at baseball and you can hit it out of the park, and I would hit it out of the park, I wouldn't think I was crazy. Yeah, beautiful. Right. But when it comes to metaphysics and that knowing, because you can't put tangibility around it, you can't point to some place on Google and go, that's how I know that people are afraid to share what they know. Mm. And that makes me very sad. 
Well, and the, and the truth is, Jennifer, and I'm guessing that many of the Wickedly Smart Women in my audience who are listening here are highly intuitive, they're highly creative, they're probably entrepreneurial, and the real truth is that anything that we have tangibly in this world came originally from an idea that was intangible, an idea that came from out of the blue, and an idea that some person had the courage to say yes to, because the way I see it is literally there are ideas sprinkling down like rain 24-7, and it's not that there's a lack of ideas, there's a lack of confidence and capacity to say yes to the calling, and then beyond saying yes to the calling, to commit. Yeah. And I'll never forget the time that you and I had a conversation where you said to me, this is a 200-year project. And I was like, oh, this woman really understands that she has brought to earth something that is a legacy and something that is not, maybe will not even be fully completed for 200 years but here she is just like building those cathedrals right that took 200 or 500 years to build right somebody came up with the vision and they valued it enough to move it ahead and say yes and devote themselves to it so i'd love to have you talk about valuing Mm -hmm. your vision and being willing and and where you got the courage to not only say yes to not only you know affirm for yourself with the help of somebody else which i think is really important too and i'll talk about that more later but where did you find the courage and gird your own heart to say yes and keep moving with this yeah i mean one of my soul languages my soulful personality language is called graceful warrior so courage is kind of built into my system and i think that's also why soul language was given to a warrior because we're like oh wait you said no oh wait no i'm gonna show you so i think that tenacity is in me like that but in those times where i was like okay i'm gonna pack it in you know i think the key to finding that resource was really going in and really tuning into my connection and really understanding that, and I think this grows on a daily basis, that the divine was there to support me every step of the way. And I play chicken with the universe all the time, Emerald. All the time I play chicken. You know, I fit, I shake my fist and I go, prove that you exist. Prove that you know who I am. And then the God, universe, tree, Bob, cupcake, whatever you want to call it, does something. I'm like, oh, sorry, I did it again. You know, and I, and I think that's also part of my growth and my evolution. And I think that's also what I bring because I know that, you know, faith is an active participation. I know that trust is an active participation. And I also know that I'm consciously transparent. You know, I can't bluff my way through anything. I'm a teacher of integrity. I don't know how to lie. In fact, if I think that people are thinking that I'm lying, I start to giggle. And I get so uncontrolled by laughter. Like, they're like, you're lying. I'm like, no, I'm really not. You just think I am, right? (laughs) So I think the courage came from continuing going in. The courage came from surrounding myself with 
amazing women that are strong and supportive that call me lovingly and compassionately on my stuff, which is really hard to do when you're warrior energy from asking those big questions and from really going and hearing time and time again, not for outside validation, but to hear time and time again, the same thing from different people. Oh my God, you just put words to what I know and what I know. Oh my God, wait, I get to accept this. Oh my God. Yes, this is me. Are you in my head? That understanding of the power of giving words and structure to what people know about their essential nature that couldn't be put in words. There's something in that moment where it fuels the next moment of doubt. And it's about really understanding that it's bigger than me, Mm. that I'm just actively participating in it. And it's really also, I think the courage comes from a place of, which is a real weird comment, but there was no other freaking way. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to go back to corporate America. I was given this thing. How could I not do it? And I was determined to see it through. And there was bumps. It wasn't a straight line. For over two years, I offered soul language to a community that didn't want it at all. Because they got everything. They were good. You know, they have that guru style. But I'm like, but wait, I can see where you're out of integrity. Don't know I'm good. And I'm like, again, that was a lesson about pride and believing what was good for someone and holding them higher than what they wanted. But the moment I found my community, hmm, you know. So courage is really about digging deep. And then surrounding yourself with people that are going to go, you got this. And mm. if you don't, I'll carry you for a day or two until you know you got it again. Mm. And I think that's key. I think we all need those people in our lives that are really radically honest with love and are consciously transparent with us and will allow ourselves the moment of rest, but not too long. Yeah, I love that. Allow ourselves the moment of rest, but not too long. I I love that. And I think that's something that we can all use is that permission to, to say yes, especially when it's a large, huge vision. I think a lot of women in particular can be burnt out by their vision and be almost crippled by their vision because they are so passionate and so turned on by it that they don't allow themselves that rest. So one of the things I love about you is you talk the walk and you walk the talk. And right now we are ready to go to break already, which is amazing how quickly this goes. But when we come back from the break, we're going to let people know where they can find out more about you and potentially get their own soul languages done, which I totally highly recommend. And I also want to talk a little bit about what I was hearing in the first half there about the importance of asking for help and getting affirmed. I feel like that's something, there's a piece I want to go a little bit deeper there with. So, but right now, Wickedly Smart Women, we need your help. If you're enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. 
Help a gal out and let your sisters, mothers, daughters, friends, and colleagues know about the show so that we can serve them too. I want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We're welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world. And I want to shout out this week to our listeners in Spain. Hello, Spain. Thank you so much for tuning in. And we'll be right back with Jennifer Urezio. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank. Please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back with Jennifer Urezio, the founder and lead visionary of Soul Language. And you can find out more about her and what she's offering and also receive a free gift that will help you to learn how to receive from what you create. Ooh, I love that. I want to grab my boobies on that one. You can find out uh, more about that at soullanguage.us forward slash create and receive forward slash. And we'll have that in the show notes for you. What you're going to get when you go there is the conscious evaluation but more importantly, that you're going to be able to receive from what you create. I love that. Jennifer, let's talk a little bit about this piece. I, I did say before the break we were going to talk about affirmation, but I feel like now I really want to talk about money and making money and receiving from what you create because of this beautiful, generous gift that you're offering to us. Can you talk about how being equipped with the understanding of your soul language allows you to be more in right relationship with money. Yeah. So I think it's really important to understand that we, if you're creating a 200-year movement, if you're highly innovative, if you're an entrepreneur and have a big mission, you have to receive more than you give. I'm going to say that again. You have to receive more than you give. I'm a master of service. I over-service clients all the time. But I also have to receive more than I give because I'm running a 200-year movement, which takes a lot of cogs in that wheel to create that movement. I think so often people look at money, they look at their business as the source of them, not a resource. And so when you make it the source, then everything has this weird secret agenda underneath it. When you're operating from the consciousness of your soul, the consciousness of your business soul, what that allows you to happen is you're starting and you make every decision based on the knowing that you're whole and complete. So that is reflected back in everything that you do. And so I was on the phone the other day with someone 
and we were just doing like a virtual coffee. And I noticed that she said something and I was like, can I ask you a question? I go, I'm asking your permission to support you. She's like, sure. And before we got off, she's like, oh my God, this is so generous of you. You know, you spent all this time and blah, blah. And I'm like, not a big deal. She's like, but I'm like, I know I'm loved and supported and provided for. And that's when you have that such clarity and that foundation by tuning into your soul and working with your soul to realign your human experiences with that truth. Because that's what we're doing. The soul doesn't hurt. The soul's not broken. The soul's not crying out. You can hear my annoyance and all of that. Money just becomes another resource. And, you know, Jennifer Bloom also does this work with soul language and money directly, which is fascinating. So you could have those languages done as well. But when you also have this deep connection with your essential nature, you really understand that you are the creator of your universe. You understand that you are divinity and divinity is you. And so it becomes like this giant game of great twister where you get to go, okay, what do I want to create? So the other day I was sitting at my desk and I was like, I think I want to do a writing job because I like to write for clients occasionally. I don't take on a lot. I take one when I want some kind of fun and I love to do it and it's quick and I'm good at it. And a week later, I have a new writing job. No attachment. When you connect to your soul, you let go of all of that attachment, which means that this interaction or that interaction is your guaranteed of safety. Mm-hmm. We have so many attachments in business about being safe. So when you connect to your soul, you have that, you're creating a real solid foundation of knowing that you're, you're safe, you're whole and complete, and operating from there. So you're operating from consciousness. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I read my languages, you know, sometimes because when I identify someone with my languages and I go, oh, look, I'm operating (laughs) unconsciously there. So it's a constant reminder of where you feel separate. I love that. And and so I want to just highlight that when you get your soul languages done, not only do you get clarity and the affirmation of what your essential soul nature is in these three different vectors, but Jennifer also provides you with the clarity of how things show up for you when you're running in the unconscious. And it's a, it's a beautiful invitation to realign on a regular basis. And what I want everyone to also hear here is two things. One is that Jennifer does her own work. Jennifer goes back and does her own work on herself on a consistent basis. She looks at her own soul languages. She looks at where she's being unconscious on a regular basis. And I think anyone who is in the creation process, the innovation process that we as a culture, we as a globe are in right now as we evolve, who creates out of nothing something, like I've created a podcast and I've created multiple programs and you've created soul languages. When we create something it is incumbent upon us to do our own work. It's there for us as well as for the people that we're serving with it from a financial exchange point of view. The second thing I want to really highlight there that I think is super important for any of the wickedly smart women that are entrepreneurial in nature or feeling the call to have their own business, whether it's a side gig or a full-time gig, getting out of uh, the nine-to-five grind, the corporate job situation, is 
to make sure that you are aligned with your soul and source with a capital S being your source, not your business. And I would say this is especially important for those of us who are innovators because my own experience, my business keeps evolving. It just evolves and evolves and evolves and evolves and evolves. And if I anchored in one form of my business, I would have been run over by a truck more than once. So I just really want to be clear about that. Jennifer. Wait, can I just say one thing about that? Yeah, please. So I think because you do that because you know your sacred purpose. And so often people don't understand their sacred purpose. So they get locked down to the delivery systems, whether it be a coach or a podcast or an author. I know my sacred purpose. So I could be doing my sacred purpose as a bartender, sucky delivery system, but still. So I'm not anchored in the delivery system. And I think people get anchored in that delivery system so they can't evolve with it. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that. I love that. Well, we only have time for a little bit more here. So let me just ask you about channeling your creativity because that is also something that, you know, I think the soul languages help us to have the structure to pour in, in the right direction. And I'll just share with everyone. My three soul languages are messenger, negotiator, and connoisseur. And where I go unconscious is in negotiator. I know that for a hundred percent for sure. I'm going to probably have to have another appointment with Jennifer to have a conversation about that and get additional support. But what I'd really love to have you share with us here is how knowing your soul languages can support you in channeling your creative energy in purposeful ways. Yeah. I think that's especially for soul languages like pioneer, observer, messengers. I think that, you know, there's a bunch of soul languages that have so many and highly intuitive people do this as well. So many creative ideas. And, you know, I always tell pioneers, just because you hear an idea doesn't mean it's yours to bring to fruition. And I think so often people have this great idea. They get this wish of, of inspiration and they don't pause to go, okay, soul, is this in alignment? Is this for me to carry out? And so they kind of get caught up in those creative ideas. It also helps to understand You know, I think there are people that have the creative ideas and then once they birth the idea, they get bored. So you have to know if you're right. You can see my, I wish you could see my house because there's a lot of half alive plants because I love to grow things, but I don't love to water them, (laughs) which is, you know, my typical creative thing. So I know that in my business, because that's the way my soul operates, is that I need a lot of nurturers to nurture all of my ideas, right? So by understanding your soul languages, you're also going to understand how you operate creatively and really be able to work with that creative flow and utilize other energies to bring up the kind of unconscious of certain languages, right? So, you know, the negotiator, I would say, okay, so the messenger's job is then is to give the negotiator the message of what the area of your end of the deal is. Because unconscious negotiators make all these deals that they don't include themselves in, right? So it would be really about working with that soul and the, the, your soul languages to be balanced and whole and complete in your creative experience. Uh-huh. I did not crawl. I went from sitting to walking at nine months. And that's the way I create. 
idea in the morning, out at night. So very warrior. So I've, I know that equalizer, that mission in me needs to bring balance to that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that until I was crying at my desk and my equalizer said to my soul, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're out of balance. We need balance. And I went, oh, crap. Because traditionally, <laughs> I didn't use that energy as a child. So there's so much information within the soul that can be unlocked to support every aspect of your life. Yeah, I would totally agree. And I would highly recommend everyone get their soul languages done, at least individually, personally. And if you do have a business, I mean, I will vouch for Jennifer that I, it was invaluable when I was approaching a partnership to have the soul languages of the other person, plus the soul language of the actual structure of the partnership looked at, team members' soul languages. It's been just an invaluable tool for me to be able to navigate with a lot greater ease than I would have without that data, without that information. So thank you, Jennifer. We're already at the end. It's so quickly that this goes, but here we are. And I definitely recommend to everyone that you go to the um, website that we'll have in the show notes, which I mentioned uh, right after the break. And right now, I just want to say thank you to our listeners. We love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line at 540-402-0043, extension 4343, or send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.